You're listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which invites you along on a journey to learn of mindful living, grow in mental health, and inspire through personal growth. In a world where we can often feel much stress and overwhelm, this podcast provides bite-sized tips and real talk conversations, empowering you to embrace mindfulness and nurture your full potential. I'm your host, Vanessa de Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping others live life with peace of mind and ease of heart without losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 175 of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So being that I work with kids of all ages on a regular basis, I feel that I stay somewhat in the know about what's cool or what's trending. But despite having this insight scoop from my kid clients or even from my own son, I still miss the good old days, which for me would be the 90s. Just the other day, we received the BJ Circular at home and my husband said, do you remember getting the Toys R Us Circulus as a kid when you would just stare at all the toys looking for things and hours on end? And nowadays, I mean, Toys R Us, it exists somewhat in some flagship stores, but now kids just hop on Google to look at what they want on their own Chromebooks. And if they're really good, well, good or unsupervised, (laughs) they know how to open Amazon for themselves and just buy something in one click. But kids nowadays will never understand the struggle and the joys that we grew up with in the 90s. And I say we, assuming that you're around my age, but if not, that's what I'm talking about. Kids nowadays will never understand the struggle of dial-up internet, right? And the frustration of waiting for a long time and then only to be kicked out if someone else picks up the landline in the same house. They'll never understand VHS tapes, watching them, rewinding them, and then going on Friday nights to Blockbuster and picking out a new movie. That just reminds me, I recently had someone who I was like, all right, let's rewind. Let's try that again. And they were like, what? I was like, yeah, rewind the tape. And they had no idea. I was like, rewind the DVR. (laughs) And finally, I had to say, you know, like on YouTube, when you hit the 10 seconds rewind, go back button. And they were like, oh, okay as my age. The kids, again, they'll never understand blowing into game cartridges. Do you remember that? Or making mixtapes and CDs, waiting on TV shows to air each week, or using disposable cameras, or not having a cell phone to play games on to just pass the time. I mean, times are constantly changing, the obvious. And culture often imitates a lot of that change. And popular and modern culture in today's day is one of the most transformative things that, in my opinion, has ever existed. A lot of outside factors can affect our culture and including, but not limited to, technology, society, art, fashion, and just general values. As these factors shift in advance, it's really a good time to talk about how you can enjoy the ever-evolving dynamics and practice free expression while also having appreciation for the things around you that currently exist and still having those sentimental memories of things perhaps that no longer exist. 
So think about it. How can you think of modern culture? It's defined as referring to the contemporary way of life, beliefs, values, practices, and expressions that define the current era. And as we mentioned, one of the things that really make a big difference is tech. It definitely plays one of the biggest roles in modern day culture. And if I think about the examples that I just gave you that kids nowadays will never understand, I think almost all of them had to do with the tech that perhaps we didn't have way back then. Because really, we live in a digital world now, which by the way, even though I love the 90s, I am also thankful for the tech that we have and the ability to even record a podcast just by using an affordable mic, my computer, Zoom, and hotspot internet, right? It's just amazing what we can do now compared to what we couldn't even do even 10 years ago, but especially not 20 or 30 years ago. Forms of technology, forms of entertainment, and forms of play have just changed. And we know, but really our kids know more than anything, that new apps come out every single day. And we see how things are ever evolving. But what does this mean for us? It means that the way we engage and perceive things has also changed. And that has a lot of pros, but it does have some cons too. So obviously the pros, as I mentioned, just by doing this podcast, audio version and visual version on YouTube, and I edit it all myself, and then I upload it. It's just amazing how easy it is to do everything. And digitalization of things obviously makes things so much easier. We have easier access to information, news, media, and other forms of online sources allow us to gain awareness and drive change for the better and for the worse. And with this information aspect, ideas can be shared with people from all around the world and different walks of life can connect so easily. And we can actually see these tangible changes being made for even future generations. We have easier access to to just make things easy for us. Think about Alexa, which by the way, I refuse to get one for my own home, (laughs) but I just think of how even little, little kids are now knowing how to use that. And I mean, ChatGPT, an ease that it really affords us. And of course, easier access to any other thing like shopping, entertainment, dining, and even working. Just recently, I went to see the new Trolls movie. I told my husband, do you remember when we had to like get to movie theaters early so that you can get a good seat? And now you can walk in late and know that your seat is reserved just for you and they bring you food while you're there. It's truly amazing. And obviously, and especially in the past three years, remote work, remote school, You know, it's something that we thought only some people did or odd people did. And now it's made things, again, there are some downfalls, but it's made things, especially for work, so much more flexible. This makes it easier for parents who need to work, but also want to spend time at home with their kids and take care of them or other responsibilities. It saves people money on their commutes, on childcare, and It helps you work from anywhere in the world, wherever it is that you can connect to the internet. It can even make it easier for businesses to operate because it encourages them to just take extra steps to make sure that their employees are happy and engaged. 
And of course, the tech is definitely helping us in connection. Relationships are truly the foundation to culture and having online friends and communities and being able to stay in touch with people who live across the other side of the world or even across the other side of town just by FaceTiming and social media. It really helps us embrace these deep connections and foster bonds that could last a lifetime, which we talked about just recently in episode 172. But as I was mentioning, with all of these benefits, there are some drawbacks. There is the aspect of data and privacy, and this can be a concern for many people, especially for parents, because our kids are naive and they are susceptible to fall victim of people who are trying to do negative things. So it's important to remember to not only practice safety for ourselves when we use these online sources, but also to watch out for security breaches again for ourselves, but then to teach our kids the importance of keeping their privacy online. And it starts by not letting a kindergartner have TikTok, right? And really considering, does your third grader need to have it? Does your fifth grader need to have it? And yes, that's just one application, but do our kids so young need to have access to so much? Just something to think about. And talking about kids, but even for adults, remembering that what we see online isn't always a full picture or the real picture. There are a lot of gray areas. There definitely mean comments. There's definitely just the highlight reel of things, right? And then there's just an overload of stimuli that can cause intense emotions, sometimes unnecessarily, because people are only choosing to see what's put in front of their face and not what's behind the camera, so to speak. So it's okay to take a social media detox or step away and do what's right for you, especially when it comes to tech. So now shifting gears to art, because art is truly one of the most beautiful and transformative changes in modern culture. And I didn't really realize the power of art until I had the opportunity and truly the privilege to visit Europe a couple of times, to go to the Louvre in France and to go to different museums around Italy. And just to see all of these things that I used to just see in history books and see them in person is truly, really a life-changing experience. And it's just my hope that everyone has the same privilege and is able to experience the same. And art, of course, comes in many forms, right? So even down to books. And yes, there's so many great books out there, but even stepping away from specific recommendations, the ability that we have to listen to books on tape (laughs) or through Audible or through Libby or whatever it is that you listen to, it's just amazing that I can learn new things or be entertained by stories while driving, while cooking, while I don't really cook too much but while cleaning or while doing anything around my home. It's just really remarkable that, you know, we now have this and we didn't have it in the same way 20, 30, 40 years ago. Of course, there's art history and that's something that's going to be ever evolving, but it's really amazing to see arts from centuries ago and still see it in its living form now. Music. And this is one of the ones that I have a hard time with because I love music, but I love my music from the 90s. It's it's really probably not such a great thing because I don't like to explore new things because I don't mind turning on Spotify and listening to all my old things on repeat and repeat and repeat. But it's really amazing to know that I can teach my child great pieces of music without having to have 
records or CDs or tapes, but just by turning on Apple Music or Spotify. And then the impact that music can have on everybody physically, emotionally, it really continues to be an art form that grows. It's the most popular art form and the most popular way of expression and really connection. So whether it's curling up with a good book or listening to a good book as you drive, visiting an art museum or creating a Spotify playlist, we just have so many things at our disposal to enjoy unique and diverse art on several platforms. And then there's lifestyle, and that is huge. Lifestyle habits are a big part of, obviously, our modern-day living. But there are a lot of things that we are more into now that we had no idea that existed 20, 30, 40 years ago. Or maybe we did have an idea but didn't really pay attention. I mean, this isn't so much lifestyle, but thinking about the road trips that we used to take when I was a young kid, and my brother and I would just sit in like the trunk of a Volvo with our feet dancing on the window, entertaining the car behind us, not worrying about seatbelts or any other form of safety. So again, things have changed for the better. Some things are have-tos, but we do have a lot of things at our disposal if we want to take advantage of them. Seatbelts, we don't really have that much of an option. Thank goodness, because they're not only beneficial, but they're also necessary. But when it comes to having a mindfulness practice, how often do we hear that? If you're listening to this podcast, you hear it often. But even people who don't, they hear the word in pop culture. But unless you make the effort to be intentional and want to find out more and want to at least try it out and give it a chance, even if it doesn't work, so to speak, one or two times, then you really don't know what you're missing out on. So having a mindfulness practice or a gratitude practice is a huge new lifestyle habit that has come to everyone's attention with this change that we experience. Creating an open space to learn about things, whether it be other perspectives, cultures, ideas, this is something that I believe the world still needs to work on, especially when we think about the wars that are even currently happening because people cannot see things from the other's perspective. But I feel that we still are making positive change, even though in some areas we have a lot of work to be done. Also bettering our mental and physical wellness, even being able to freely talk about mental health and mental wellness and have people understand what it is we're saying and decreasing the stigma and being able to openly say, yes, I talked to my therapist about that and not having any shame around it. Those are huge changes all for the better. And in addition to that, there's just so many apps that can help with, let's say, meditation or tracking our fitness goals or what it is that we eat. We have so many great tools at our disposal. And remembering to put the important things first, right? Starting with yourself. I love sharing the power of self-care, the power of self-love, and then the people in your life, the ones that you hold near and dear to your heart, and then the ones who've made an impact on you at one point or another thinking about whatever brings you peace, whatever empowers you, whatever drives you, and putting that at the forefront that drives your actions. So my friends, we know we see things change every single day, and hopefully you're able to take the opportunity to do a lot of reflection every single day, even if it's 30 seconds every single day, and really just paying attention to how far you've come in your personal and professional journey to see how the world is changing 
to see the good and to see the bad and hopefully finding ways to see clarity in the process and overcome our personal challenges and the challenges that we all face as humans in our global society. Knowing that change can be hard and being gentle in your healing journey and knowing that change can be good and accepting the good that comes your way. I hope that as you encounter the holidays, as you have more holiday gatherings, more Friendsgivings, more time with friends and family that you see perhaps just around this time of year, remember to take some time again to reflect on yourself to reflect on your surroundings, and to really let it all soak in and knowing that change, even when we miss people, even when we miss the way things were or the music that once was, change can be good. But we need to have the awareness to take that in and to enjoy the spaces that we find ourselves in. I now invite you to join me for this short guided meditation. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, think about a big change that you've experienced in your life. Can be simple as music or the way that you encounter entertainment, but it can be as big as not having someone in your life anymore or having to move to new regions and encounter challenges, maybe even on your own. Taking what comes to mind, think about the pros and the cons as we did throughout our time together today. It is important to think of both, but know that you have the choice, you have the power of how much weight you put on each side. Are we going to harp on the negative? Are we going to stay in a spin cycle of saying the same thing or thinking the same thing over and over when it's perhaps a situation that is out of our control or a situation that we cannot change? Or can we just acknowledge what we miss? Can we acknowledge the challenges, the hurdles? And then can we focus on whatever good that situation brings? Perhaps it's just a small silver lining but knowing that we always have space and we always have the choice to choose what kinds of mindset we're going to show up with in life. With that, my friends, always remember that in a world where you are free to be anything that you wanna be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.